Hello. We're back. I'm back with uh with Matthew and Jacob, but we're joined by a special guest today. We are joined by Garrett Franks. Say hi, Garrett. Hey, what's up? How's it going? It's going well. I can't complain. College basketball, we're getting to the best part of the year. Oh yeah. March. Garrett is um Garrett is a fellow student at you. Garrett, go ahead and introduce yourself. Just yeah, so I'm Garrett Franks. I'm a fellow student here at the University of Alabama, but I'm also the WVUA FM student director, the student oh. radio station. So I kind of run all that for the game day website. You should check us out at gameday.ua.edu. Shameless Blake, plug. Yeah, shameless plug. Jacob and Blake are actually doing a show on Saturdays Woo. from 8 to 10. So we do. Feel free to tune listen in, in and to, watch it. Yeah, tune in 90.7, the capstone. Yeah, 90.7 FM. So yeah, uh, Jacob and Matthew are here too. Say hi, guys. Hey, guys. How's it going? Howdy. Cool, let's talk some basketball. Noah Gurley is coming back. The sound effect didn't work. Oh, there it is. Uh, there it is. Story notably the was broke late, but the sound the, no, notably broke to the public by Crimson Crossover. Yeah, shout out Crimson Crossover for breaking the news before any major news outlet. Please cite us. Yeah, do that. News. Do that. Broke the news 30 minutes before any other uh, reporters. And so that's a cool thing. Noah Gurley... Nate Oates announced on his radio show is coming back to Alabama next season. He's going to use his COVID year. Initial thoughts. Yeah, I, I'm pumped about having him back. Um, obviously, the turn that we've seen since uh, SEC play has begun with basically from the Tennessee game on uh, with 20 points against Tennessee from there on out. He's been excellent. Obviously, there's been some games where he hasn't killed at scoring, uh, but for the most part, the trends have been amazing. He's really leaned into the the whole post-up move. I mean, his post-up, like, Essentially, once he turns his back to the goal, like you can kind of go ahead and counter his team. It's so reliable. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so reliable. One well, thing that beautiful. I've really noticed is obviously leadership is kind of an issue on this team, but I think him coming back next year is going to be monumental, not only for himself but also for Chuck. Because one thing that yes, um, they've talked about is trying to get Chuck tougher. And like I love Gurley, but I think we all kind of think that Chuck has probably a higher ceiling. So the fact that he can be there for Chuck in second year, sec- you know, second year, you know, just being a friend to him, being a guy there for him. I think that's big, and we're starting to look. We're starting to see the Noah Gurley we thought we were going to get at the very beginning of the season. Oh yeah, the one who scored, I believe, twenty five and ten against Auburn back in twenty nineteen. Yep. The one who scored mm-hmm. sixteen and ten on us back in twenty twenty. I mean, he's starting to kind of become that player that we really wanted coming in, and it couldn't come at a better time. Obviously, now is when you want to start peaking as a team. He's got double digits last two games. He's got at least nine points in four of his last five. Uh, he ha- we all remember the big Arkansas game where he had the the back to back post up fadeaways on Jalen Williams, which was really impressive. He because uh, Jalen Williams is really good. Yeah, that's that's a good defender. You had a couple a uh, couple times against Kentucky when we had slowed down shooting the ball and you just needed a bucket, and so you just went to him down low. Like he has the best back to basket game on the team for sure. Him coming back is gonna this is gonna be the first time in how long that we bring back. Both are four and five with experience. A while. Not since we've had Dante Hall. And, and when we had Hall, we didn't have a reliable excited. four. No. We so, didn't. like, we, we were, we've never brought back two good front court players. What are you looking at over there? Uh, Illinois made it a game. They're only down two now with 40 seconds left. Oh, wow. Anyways. Yeah. No, no one else. Like, we have never brought back two good front court players. Again, like to the same, like to the same team the next year. I don't know if that's ever happened in in recent memory, at least. Like Dante Hall would come back, but who was our four that year? I think I think Baby Reese. I think Dante was actually coming back his sophomore year after kind of a weird freshman year. And I think it was I think it was um what's number ten Jimmy Taylor. Jimmy Taylor. Ah yes. Taylor. You see, Big Chuck old... is so much better than Jimmy oh, Taylor. 100%. <laughs> I, think, I think the only reason people remember Jimmy Taylor was because of the Florida game where he just oh I remember yeah, murdered he someone. someone. He ended murdered some twice. He did it twice. Mm-hmm. And his uh his the ball rotation on his free throws was sideways. And they talked about it every Very single normal. game. I every wish Jacob game. would be engaged instead of literally watching Ohio State Illinois while we're recording. Uh, this, uh, but you know what? <laughs> I've been engaged. It's a big game. It's fine. It's a big game. Um, another important part about Gurley, just going forward, he's kind of settled into that starting four role. Like we're not starting Gary really, and so just while we're on the topic of Gurley, he's he's going to be a huge piece for these last three games. I feel like. Do you agree? I do agree. Yeah, I, I definitely think we can use him um, sufficiently in the ways that we can finish out the season against uh, 
two pretty inferior opponents when it comes to South Carolina and A&M, and then going to LSU for really an underwhelming year from uh, the Tigers down there. But you love to see it. They oh, fell yeah. apart. You they really fell apart. It. No, you hate, love hate to, to see, see it. it. Man, Will Wade, just an honest, such, such an honest, a good guy. What a good guy. You hate all, to see it. All of his suits are tailor-made perfectly for him. He's <laughs> it, it, just such a good guy, man. Yeah, the last person you would want to see have a bad year is Will Wade. I'll tell you that. Right. <laughs> no, for sure. Uh, so we all watched. Did, ever, did everyone watch on? I'm sure everyone watched on Tuesday. Absolutely. That, yes. That game was infuriating. That game was. Wouldn't be just doing basketball. But they still won. Javon Quinterly answered the challenge. Garrett, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, Javon, Javon obviously didn't play for the first. I don't think he got subbed until about the 13-minute mark. Yeah, he sat for seven minutes. <clears throat> he sat for seven minutes. We saw guys like Juice come in and other guys that are just, you know, as much as we love guys like that, they're nowhere <laughs> they're nowhere near as good as players as J- Javon. He answered the call. I believe he only scored two points in the first half and mm-hmm. scored 17 the rest of the way going. So, I mean, it's one of those things that I, I hate that we've had to do this twice now with him. I believe the second time we've had to bench him and kind of figure mm-hmm. it out, you know. Hopefully the second time's a charm with him because I mean when he is when he's on I think he's one of the best guards in the country. I agree, and I think that I don't even think that's really debatable. And what what wins in March? Good guard play. Yes, absolutely. So that's something that you really need to get him going. Um, three from three, three for three from three is really that really was nice. the most like that was the best part of his game that I saw. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm watching Illinois too. Yeah. He just hit a fadeaway. This dude just hit a fadeaway three from the corner to cut it to one with 15 seconds oh, left. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So our, our audience is getting our live reactions to the <laughs> yes. Illinois game. But, yeah, uh, the, the most impressive thing about the little run he went on in the second half was three for three mm-hmm. from beyond the arc. Because he's a – like, last year, obviously, he was like a 43% three-point shooter mm-hmm. and like 50% in SEC play. This year, he's been 25%, mm-hmm. which is a – massive drop-off, to say the least. Not good, yes. And so to see him go three for three, that's big for confidence. And if he's hitting like that, that adds another shooter when that's something we really need is more shooters. Like, that, that's going to be huge. Also, whenever he's playing with the kind of confidence that he does, like with the behind-the-back to Rojas. That's so pretty. Or, oh, like, when JD hit him with the pass at the end of the game, the bounce pass, and he took it, and he went and, like, switched hands under the goal. And, like, you can just tell he's having fun. Like, yeah. when he's playing like that, when he's playing like he's having fun, he's one of the best guards in the country, and he's really the engine to the whole offense. I'll tell you one thing that really stood out to me, and this is obviously something um, Nate hammered in the post game for Kentucky and pregame to um, Vanderbilt, was that the defense seemed like he wanted to be there. Mm-hmm. I, I'll tell you this. Jay, I'm not going to act like JQ is some, you know, Tabo Cephalosha out there. He's not Tabo some. Cephalosha. He is not some lockdown guy. Uh, I'm bringing some deep cuts out here. He's not some. He's not some guy who's gonna lock down your best player. But you know what? When he when he gives his best on defense, he's a pretty darn good defender. And I think I thought we saw that. I thought he actually. He's he, not bad. Like, he's, he's not serviceable. Bad. He he's he's above average, and that's yeah. what we really need. That's what we need because I think. We have guys like Keon who can guard that number one. We got guys like mm-hmm. Gurley. We got guys like Juwan Gary. So the fact that we can get a, a fourth guy like that who can play defensively minded is big down the stretch. But the issue is consistency. Right. Is he going to want to do that against South Carolina at LSU? Is he going to want to do that in the tournament if we play in Mississippi State? Is he going to want to do that when we play, you know, let's say we have to go against Auburn? You know, is he going to want to have to lock up those lock up those guards who have played I don't want to play really Auburn well? again. I don't either, but let's say we have <laughs> yeah. to play them. Those no. guards tend to play well against <laughs> no, us. thank you. So... It's, it's going to be something to definitely track throughout the remaining of our three games. I yeah. agree. And, and I think the biggest one of the biggest things that engaged him so much was how much he went back and forth with Scottie Pippen Jr. Mm. Like, I think that kind of drew him in. The and, competition. Yeah, it, yeah. The competition drew yeah. him in. Like, he wanted to play hard just to beat Scottie Pippen Jr. So mm-hmm. if he can play against every point guard whenever he's going forward towards the rim, like they've made him mad, then that would be great if he would do that. Uh, Ohio State just missed a free throw. Yeah, this game is insane. This is nuts. Uh, to, for reference, Illinois was down like twenty, like five minutes ago. Yeah, but, now they're down one with ten seconds left. That's uh, wild. Th- and there was a play that I saw that I really liked from JQ. Uh, and I, it was he either took a shot or like made a bad pass across the way, got tipped. He went up, like ran ten feet across the court, grabbed it, then dribbled back in and went for a layup. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he gave the full effort and did all of that was just uh, really impressive, and it was great to actually see that effort from him. 
Yeah. And I think a lot of times, you know, we used to say those things like that go uncharted. But with the blue collar system, the way, you know, Oates kind of ch- charts all that stuff, the analytics, it goes notice. And he, he yeah, you know, that's big reason why he goes, he was, he was sat against for, um, Vandy and not started. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it, I think it's good. I, I, once again, I'm just, I'm a little hesitant to go, you know, oh, yeah, we got our old JQ back. I'm a little yeah. hesitant. And for good reason, I Yeah, think. I'm not going to go that far yet, but it's but, a step in the right direction. Yeah. If, if he can just consistently string a few games together. That I think that can be the difference between getting becoming a six seed in the tournament and only winning one game in the SEC tournament, mm-hmm. than maybe making it to the final. Yeah, you can make a you can make four. a run. A couple other guys I wanted to talk about. How about the minutes we're getting from James Rojas? Like this they are dude, certainly minutes. The they, they are good. <laughs> minutes. He's on the court. The glue guy. The, he's like so. He had nine points in eighteen minutes against Vandy, and he let's see. We're not talking about Kentucky. Against Mississippi State. (laughs) (laughs) Against Mississippi State, he had nine points in 11 minutes. Against Arkansas, he had eight points in nine minutes. This man is efficient. Like something. He goes in, and he. I feel like every game, he's getting some kind... Like, he's getting a layup. He's getting an and one at a good time. Like, he might not be the best athlete on the court. He actually... Might be the worst. He is. But, <laughs> he is the worst athlete. But, there is not a team we've played where he is not the worst athlete on the floor. Uh, Kenneth Lofton in all 400 pounds is a better athlete than James Ross. But you know what? He might just be the toughest, though. No, that's no, also he true. Is. That like, is true. That's so is true. right. Like, he's 6'8 and he couldn't dunk. <laughs> like, JQ hit him with the best behind-the-back pass I've seen in the I, last I kinda, month, and he couldn't get six inches off listen, the ground. He had to lay it in. He's Rojas, got old man knees. It's okay. Rojas it's reminds okay. me of the thing. You know, I think every year around the Olympics, it comes out. It's like I would love to see like a, just a regular old Joe go out there <laughs> oh, trying to do gymnastics or go do like figure skating. That's I Rojas, Rojas trying to dunk. Like, Rojas trying to dunk is the answer for like just throwing me or you out there and like just gosh, letting us play for a little yes. bit. Like imagine I, I hate it. Just our sled. <laughs> I hate that you're right. <laughs> Rojas on a bobsled. Oh I'm man, a, a dangerous. James Rojas, that. Olympic curler. Oh, that's future, the next meme. That, James, James Rojas, Rojas the bob, future bob, future making bobsled boys have beaten you. Future grad assistant uh, James Rojas. Unfortunately, I don't think we swept oh. anyone in a series, season series except now we have the chance to with LSU. But oh, ooh, that would be nice. True. James Rojas swept, and it's James Rojas on a curling. A verbal meme. <laughs> we got to get every Somebody single make Olympic that. sport has a meme. Yes. So I'm calling all you Twitter people out there. Make as many James Rojas Olympic themed memes. Oh, that would be perfect. Another guy that, well, obviously Rojas played well. He hit that big three against Mississippi State, too. It started mm. the run when uh, we got, or when Oates got tossed. You're telling me that James Rojas hit a clutch corner three against Mississippi State? No, no way. No, no shot. No, no, no way. No he would way. never do that. No way. Uh, another guy that played really well, Darius Miles. Only played 10 minutes because he had four fouls, some of which were stupid. Bad calls. Hashtag the refs. But he had one point, but like he played extremely well defensively. Yeah. He is really good at contesting shots, I feel like. You talk about effort, guys. Darius probably gives the most effort on the team besides maybe like a, a James Rojas. Darius is always locked, mostly mm-hmm. locked in. Um, he loves being out there when he's on the court. He's just high energy, high, you know, he loves being out there. He really does. Yeah. And you can tell, like, he loves playing basketball. Yeah. And I love the I love the role that he has carved out for himself on this team because the fans love him, the team loves him, and I feel like, like the coaching staff really likes what they get from him. He's also one of our better shooters, I feel oh, yeah. like. Efficiency-wise, yeah. Efficiency-wise, and so, which is weird because his shot looks weird. His shot's so but ugly. But it's fine. <laughs> JD, I want to talk about for a little bit because – I, he played well, but also turned the ball over. So like, he had a double double, didn't he? He did. Yeah. Yeah. He had ten points and turnovers. ten boards and five assists, mm. but triple. also five turnovers, which also means he didn't turn it over in the second half. That's true. Because all five of those turnovers were in the first half. Because I remember people were losing their minds. On we Twitter. had eleven turnovers a half. Um. So what do you, Matthew? What do you make of JD right now? Oh, he's he's still developing. Um, look, with JD, it, it's it's about patience. I, mm-hmm. I I know we've we've talked about it all year of wanting him to be the guy, to be the guy. Like honestly, but he's 
it's taking longer than expected with JD. And look, he's he gives his effort every every time he's out there. He's played he played really good defense too. I think he had what four three steals versus Vanderbilt. He had three. Yeah, three. Mm-hmm. I he's a great player, but I think coming in. Alabama fans put a little bit too many expectations on him, and it's just been hard for him to reach those levels. But he's a really great player, and he's like really special to this team. I, we wouldn't be where we are without JD right now. I agree. Yeah. I like he he serves his purpose. Like he he does what he's out there to do. I don't think I don't think Oates ever thought that JD was going to be a twenty a game guy. Like no. fans might have thought that because they see ooh five star guard, mm-hmm. you know. But I think he's doing what he needs to be doing now would i like for him to turn the ball over less yes of course would i like for him to be aggressive more of course but you but you see like whenever he does like he'll get aggressive at the right times yeah he's you been, know he's been and he makes great aggressive. passes like uh, aside from some of the turnovers like he he has good vision he makes pretty good like passes he's a great i think he's the best rebounder on the team yeah he's most Let's see, right well, he can just jump over everybody. Exactly. He's averaging five a game as a point guard. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, that is impressive. Yeah, he has more rebounds than Chuck. So. Oh, <laughs> oh God. God. Well, I mean, getting to what Matthew Woo. said about like the expectations, you know, you look at the last few five-star guards we brought in. We brought in Colin Sexton, who obviously mm-hmm. kind of was the cat- the, the big reason why we made it to the turn beat Virginia Tech. He was good. And then Yeah, just a little. And then we then we had Kyra Lewis come in. And Kyra's first year was – He was you know, good, too. Yeah, it was, a little sh- it was a little shaky. Not as shaky as this, but it was – I mean, he was two years – I think he was like 13 a game his freshman year. Still really solid. That's still for a really 17 good. year old kid, you know, should have been in high school that year. Yeah, and then his his sophomore year he averaged 19 yeah. or something stupid like that. And he then the next so year you have JQ who comes in and plays incredible. Or two years later, no, was that no two years later? No, the next huh? year because JQ's are or um, oh we were supposed to have Kyra and JQ, yeah, which would have been wow deadly. Imagine Kyra and JQ, which. Man. Big what if, but then COVID happened, so it doesn't really matter. But we, yeah. um, but like regardless, I thought everyone kind of had this expectation. Okay, he's the next one of those, mm-hmm. and he's just not that player. Now, I think he has a lower floor than a lot of those guys, but I think his ceiling might be higher than all three of them. Oh, I would agree. I, I, like I, he, yeah, he has, but it's just hard to see that in college. Ceiling. I think he can reach that in the NBA because he's good, at, you know. But I just in college, we should we should have probably came to get, realizing that he's playing against two A competition and. Chilton County, Alabama. Yeah, yeah. We, we talked about. You obviously mentioned Kyra and Colin Sexton. They both played in what, like six A. Yeah, right. Like I know Hazel Green was six A for Kyra. Um, Kyra so. played in six A, and Pebblebrook. Pebblebrook's just five A, I think. Pebblebrook's five A, but like that's also it's Metro Atlanta. Atlanta. It's Metro yeah, like I mean, that's you're playing. That's completely different. Still like higher than two A. Sexton yeah. was playing against like. Sexton was playing against Penny Hardaway. Yeah, and like. Sexton played against Penny Hardaway's son multiple times. Mm-hmm. I remember he, he, there's a he vi- yelled. A there's a video vi- on Ball is Life of Colin He's Sexton trash. yelling, your son's trash at Penny across the court, which is just amazing. He wasn't wrong. <laughs> no, he wasn't wrong. <laughs> no, not at all. Penny Hardaway will be joining us in Coleman Coliseum next year. If he still so has a job. If he, uh, he, he, better, has a job. he better sell a job. I need to yell at him. But anyways... Uh, speaking of coaches not having, the, not having their job, we'll circle back. But uh, Juwan Howard, we oh boy. oh gosh, should he still have a job? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think he should. That's not yeah. my. He's, that's I, not my choice. I, it wasn't. A, it, look, can you watch the video? It wasn't a full out punch either, though. It was like it did look like he was trying to his, grab and like, yeah. like grab we, him by the shirt and pull him in. Does still that not probably the no, best it thing? Doesn't, it doesn't take away from like the sentiment of what he did, but at the same time, like it's. He was mad. I, I, if I, I palm your face with my hand, are you going to be upset? Of course. End of sentence. But should you lose your job for that in the like a heat of a moment thing? I sports are emotional, and look, I, yeah. we all get emotional during sports. I'm sure we've all said something during an outing that we're like, ah, wish we could take it back. That's Obviously, valid. it led to a physical altercation. But I, I think this is also just the frustration of struggling this season. You know, coming after yeah. going oh, yeah. on a, I would agree, know, great run last year. I think this is yeah. more than just. What meets the eye? I think. I think. I think he'll be fine. Brewing. Caleb Houston should transfer to Alabama, though. Come home, Caleb. Come home, Caleb. Come home, Caleb. I mean, we just have to have the roster spots, which I don't know if y'all y'all had plans of getting into that. But I mean, oh, we can uh, get into roster management. Let's talk about. It. Let's was, talk about it right now, actually. So right now, okay, let's talk about the guys who for sure are leaving. Like we know from senior day stuff, we know JQ, JQ, Keon Rojas, Keon Rojas. That's three guys right there. We already have a serp. We have two we already more have guys. five guys coming in. Five so guys, two more in. have to leave. So let's say, for the sake of argument, I think Shaq. I feel like Shaq Shaq's gone. Do what, yeah, Shaq doesn't do what he did last off season to not. Shaq, to not leave Shaq's gonna go pro. I think. You think he's coming back? 
Uh, I'd love him to come back. There are rumors that he might come back. So I, I would. JD's be gone. Fine. He, oh, JD's, JD's gone. Let's yeah. so just count um, four right there. We'll, we will put Shaq in. What nope. did you just do? I'm sorry. Anyways, Shaq. We'll, <laughs> we'll put Shaq as like a wild card right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, JD's gone for sure. We're gonna have some transfers. Oh, I. I have uh, a we have some transfers. Probably, Chiku. Chiku. Sure. I feel mm-hmm. like is gone. So Holt there's five. Is gonna be a, Ambrose like, Hilton. I think is gone. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think that Canadian connection obviously is still kind of yeah. there with um with Fediaco, but you just never really know. I I, I have a feeling that we're gonna lose milk or juice. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah. His his Christian name. Milk. <laughs> milk. I think we're gonna have juice, and I think Holt. Do Matthew? Do you think Holt's gone? Yeah, I, I will. I know he likes it here. I I just don't see. Yeah, but do we like him? No. Well, okay, here's the thing that I'm like Holt is an effort guy. Like he gives a lot of effort, That's but funny. his shooting is so bad that you like, can't airball two threes in February. Well, it's been so like. That's a full we're season. not we're going to be able to find someone to replace him in the portal easier than we can recalibrate his eyesight to <laughs> meet the meet the oh rim. My like what a oh I, pickle coming high like and I. I love him. I he's worked so hard. Like I am very okay with what his role is currently, but at the end of the day, like we can teach some like somebody else can figure out how to shoot. Like it already knows how to shoot, and then can just give more effort on the rebounding like he does, and we'll be just fine. Who was the kid that was from um, Oral Roberts who went to Texas? Max. Tech? Oh no no no. Ab- so, he went. Matt. It was. Like no, Absmus um, or something like Kevin that. O'Banner. Uh, Kevin, Kevin O'Banner. Kevin O'Banner. Oh, imagine you Kevin meant the guy o- that transferred. Yeah, the transfer. my bad. My bad. I probably should specify the. No, little I thought you just meant the point guard. <laughs> no, O'Banner no, went to Texas Tech. Yeah, he went to Texas Tech. It was Arkansas, Alabama, and and Tech. Tech. Yeah. yeah. Imagine it. Let's say we just don't have milk for some reason or juice. I I don't know which one to refer him as. Which one do y'all kind of go with? Juice. Milk. Honestly, okay, we don't talk, talk about it. We don't talk about it. Much. <laughs> no, we don't talk about it on here. <laughs> so, milk. Um, imagine, imagine if we had that. Just another one. Oh, of Banner length- instead of him? Yeah. Another lengthy 6'8". Imagine guy. if his minutes were being taken by a healthy Namari. Dude. Well, like... <laughs> Well, I remember, I remember some, and a lot of people complain about the roster this season with his shooting. And I remember someone in a Twitter space, I can't cite who said it, but, you know, imagine, you know, that's those two spots that were shooting threes wasn't supposed to be Rojas and, you know, Pick your choice of Juwan Gary it's or Darius Musk. Namari it's Burnett. supposed to be Namari Burnett. But not only him, Primo, because they were not yeah. expecting Primo to leave. Because yeah, Primo true. was, what are we, what are you, I was in that space. Six? Yeah, I remember what you. Yeah, yeah. I think it maybe it was it was after um um the it wasn't after Kentucky it was after Mississippi State. It was after Mississippi State. Yeah, which yeah, but it, yeah, it was one of those things where I, I I didn't even think about it like that. But yeah, I mean those Primo those, and Namari were both supposed to be on this team. Imagine that team. That's a good team. Imagine that starting lineup of let's say it's JQ Namari, then you have Namari would have come off the bench too, dude. Him as a like, six man. Scared. It would it would be JQ terrifying. It would be JQ Shaq, Primo, Gurley and Chuck probably. Oh my gosh! And then you would have Keon. You would have Keon Namari Miles, Gary, and JD. Off the gosh, the, you would, the that would is, be Namari wild. can handle the ball too. So if JD's having Namari one of his can be a point funks, guard, you know, yeah, he can yeah, throw Namari back shoot. there. Namari right. might. Well, let's get back to what we were talking about. So we had five coming in. We counted seven out, I believe, because we have we have Keon's out, JQ's out, um, Rojas. Rojas, Rojas is out, Tyler Barnes, Britton Johnson. Well, they, which, like, they, obviously they're, they're not scholarship. But, yeah. yeah. So that's three, and then we said. Uh, JD, Chiku, Holt, Ambrose Hilton. Mm-hmm. That's seven out. So that leaves two. That leaves two scholarships. Will, if Shaq stays, I will say let's be with you know with some of the guys transferring. I think we can kind of get a gauge of who's declaring. But with transferring, remember at this time last yeah. year, everyone had Jimmy Rojas. That's true on the chopping block. Like he's gone, and yeah. for a while was too. And then Cecil, the late great Cecil Hurt, broke. There was like, yeah, he's gonna be on the roster next That's year. That's true. Which so, I like, you I don't think we'll make that character. mistake with Rojas. Or, like, not that keeping Rojas was a mistake because we know he's been beneficial, but, like, I don't think we're going to stick around for the development on all four of those guys. No, or, th- I, I agree. Three. No. or three. Three yeah, transfers. Three. So, with three transfers, I think at least two of them are gone. Yeah. At least two of... Because, like... Any two of the three. Any two of the three, which leaves at least one portal slot for transfers. Or Leonard Miller. Potentially, Ooh, I forgot. About I think Miller. with Gurley staying, I Could would be, be Leonard Miller. more surprised if Leonard Miller's a guard. 
on three. He's big though. He's like, a six ten yeah. guard. He's Ben Simmons. Like <laughs> yeah. On three had him as a top twenty player, if I believe. Yeah, on three had him as a five yeah, star. Was, yep. Which is the only like primary like main recruiting service to rank him so far because he's from Canada. Yeah. He's not on twenty four seven. He's not on rivals. They have him eleventh overall. Gosh. They have an eleventh. Eleventh with TCU leading the um, RPM. RPM with seventy nine point five percent. But coming tied at number two in a four-team tie, Alabama Crimson Tide. Yeah, there you go. So like Big. Miller's Big. a he's a he would be a project. And I don't know if we want another tall Canadian project. I'm not against it. I mean, he's a hooper. I feel like I feel like we're in a win now. I I know we're not supposed to speak like this in terms of basketball. Win now, but yeah. <laughs> I feel like, because like get roster, an established yeah. player. I know what you, you mean. You can flip rosters so fast, and I think that's one of the great things about portals that coaches, I'm sure, love and hate at the same time. You can flip rosters really quickly. I would rather I would I rather it be Leonard Miller or Mark Sears. Mark Sears. Mark Sears. Sears. Or or Caleb Houston. Or Kobe Brown. Or Cario Akindo. Who's the kid from North Carolina who apparently isn't happy? There was oh, the freshman kid um, who's like going off, and I can't remember his name. The next Walker Kessler, dude. I'm just like I, I just want Jamal Kane. I remember when Walker committed to Auburn. I remember someone was like, "Oh, he he didn't play at North Carolina. It won't matter." I'm like, "Did you watch when he played? When he was good, he was <laughs> on it." Like I. So next but, year's roster is loaded. Yeah, especially if Shaq comes Bar- back. Barring if Shaq injury, comes back, again. you're looking at a fingers crossed. If Shaq comes back, you're looking at a starting five of what isn't could Damari be the one? I go Bradley. No. You you gotta have You Damari could start, start Shaq at the one. No. 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 I, I well, no, listen, listen, hear me out. No. So <laughs> our our quote unquote lead guard, like half the time against Vanderbilt, Shaq would or JQ was deferring bringing up the ball to Shaq. Mm-hmm. We don't have to have a true one because, let's be real, we have a point forward in Brandon Miller. Mm-hmm. So we'd be even more spaceless and positionless than we were last year. You could have – actually, I don't know. Do we do we want Miller at the – do we want Brandon Miller at the four or the three? Because that depends on how you make your lineup. If you put him at the four, then you can go Bradley, Shaq, Namari, Miller, Chuck. But you have Gurley still. And you probably want Gurley at the four, Miller at the three. That's a lot of length. Mm. And then you have the one and the two. You've got to fill that one and the two with two of Bradley, Namari, Shaq. Right. Imagine Brandon Miller being your three. That is a scary. That's so that's cool. A scary oh, thing. I know. That's, that's so that's, sick. That's, that's now, I was talking to Jacob earlier, and I was like, now just hear me out. The length of this lineup. Namari Burnett at the one, right? Mm. Uh, Brandon Miller at the two. Oh, gosh. Because, <laughs> like, he could play the two. You put Brandon Miller at the two. Miles, Gurley, Chuck. No one on that lineup is shorter than 6'4". Four. four out of the five or 6'8". Or six seven. I'd however tall put, you want to get miles. miles at the two in that situation. Either I, one. I mean, like you look at. I mean, look at the teams that are successful right now. I mean, you know, I hate. I'm not going to get easy. We're going to use Gonzaga actually. Gonzaga, <laughs> yeah, we're not going to use the other. We're not going to use um, Lee County. So you, you look at Auburn. I mean, Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Excuse me. You look at Gonzaga. Chet. Then you have dog. Drew Timmy, ten, six ten, and you start, two seven footers. Two seven footers. Imagine. Imagine that same lineup where let's say you have Brandon Miller at six nine, then you have six eight with Gurley, and then you have seven foot with seven foot. Or heck, let's say Gurley's not. Let's say Pringle comes in and is just killing it because I he is one, I like one of the high one of the guys I'm super high on in this class. It's gonna be Pringle he jumps comes in high. Six nine, then you have two six nine guys, a seven foot guy. I mean, this is you still got you still got kill. Gary. You still got still got Gary who still got, plays uh, like a six ten. Yeah. Who, who else like, are we forget? We, st- we will have the capability oh, to Ryland like, Griffin. be bigger than everybody. Oh, How are we yeah. team is Ryland. insane, man. I said this when we signed. Ooh, Ryan. I'm ready. I for think Rylan is a more fluid version of Shaq because Shaq can maybe be sh- can kind of be Shaq sick at times sh- when he's also Rylan's his rhythms. Like if he doesn't get his rhythms, exactly. like that's exactly. a problem. Yeah. And I think Rylan's just a lot more loose, and that's why that's why you're starting to see recruiting services bump him up to being a borderline five star. Yeah. He just has that sauce, man, and you can't you can't describe it. I can't put in some technical that boy terms. Knows. He ha- he has he, he has ball, man. Something that Ryan Griffin will add next year that we haven't had recently is a one shooting, but two <laughs> a mid range jumper. You watch 
Josh Brolin in Griffin's high school. Same tape. with same with B Mill. Yeah, Miller will yeah. also yeah. have oh, the oh, Miller. Too. Yeah. yeah, the mid range. Just kidding. No, the, the no, mid range is nice bench to have. Them. If he shoots a mid range, bench him. Oats pulling him out, screaming on the absolutely. One of the funniest things. Oats gets thrown out at what like the nine minute mark. At eight thirty, JT Jackson. pull back, uh, step back, yes. Jay on the mid range, <laughs> yeah. immediately. Uh, but the thing about next year's lineup that like we're going to be able to simultaneously do is like efficiently big man everyone and be bigger than them and still be good on offense, yeah. and then bring in a bunch of guards and play a death lineup and still be better than everybody on offense. Like we won't have to sacrifice one for the other, which I think Oates is salivating over personally. I mean, look at the twenty twenty roster. Twenty twenty roster. If we had a Pringle, I. St- I will go to my grave, and I sound like a salty, a salty <laughs> fan here, but like I still twenty twenty. Oh, it's first year. Oh, it's second year, or twenty twenty one. We're last year UCLA. I think we beat UCLA if we have one guy who, if we have Bruner healthy, Just one more guy, a healthy Bruner. We, a healthy Bruner. We Hunter Johnson said this on a space. Healthy Bruner, and we go. Or no, no, no. It wasn't Hunter Johnson. It was Joe Corona on a space. I love jo- Joe. Uh, healthy Bruner. We go to the Final Four. I agree, and I agree. Like like before before Bruner's injury before Kentucky, like double knee was, surgery. <laughs> Before he was looking like, oh, <laughs> I hate to compare him to his former Auburn quarterback Sean White, who had to get wheeled out every game onto the yeah. field. He looked like that. He had like, like yeah. But regardless, he was crawling around like Mettenberger yeah. off the field in 2013. <laughs> but like healthy Bruner, I mean, that's a whole you know what if. Yeah, it would have been but completely different. I, he has, he, you know, who remind a lot of Pringle reminds me a lot of Bruner in the sense of just has that dog in him. I would love that because listening to Pringle talk, I mean, he's just talking about he's like, yeah, like one thing that they're struggling with is rebounding. I can rebound. Like I can he, rebound. I think it was Tony Sakalis he had an interview with. And yeah, it was, yeah, he did. It was golden. He was like, "Yeah, I want to win blue collar. Like I don't even care about points. I just want to win, win, win blue collar." And, and he'll have big dunks. Oh yeah, and he he will bring back you know the whole Jamichael Green aspect to Tony I Mitchell miss, miss to where we, you know we brought yes. that place where those fans brought the place down at Coleman. I think that's exciting. I I hope you're right about Pringle. That'd be that'd be really fun. We talked a lot about next year. Let's talk. It's not over yet. Uh, we have South Carolina on Saturday, and like we were talking about earlier, you've got uh, JQ, Keon, and Rojas all getting honored for Senior Day, even though there's another home game after Saturday. Yeah, but whatever. I, I think um, just because it's a Saturday, it's probably yeah. just because it's a Saturday. Mm, um, and based on the last few Wednesday 6 p.m. tips, valid. well, fair. Yeah. Um, so. South Carolina, they are also eight and seven in the SEC. Kind of the surprise team, honestly. Like South Carolina's, I think won seven of ten. Yeah, they've won seven of ten. They've won four in a row. They granted those four teams were Georgia, Ole Miss, LSU, and Mississippi State, but still good wins nonetheless. They are led by uh, who's their best player? Eric Stevenson. It's not Cousinard. Eric Stevenson, really both of them. Yeah. Both averaging right at 11 points a game. Um, have y'all watched South Carolina much? I I'm going to expose myself. I have not. I so either. I watched them in an empty gym against Auburn, and they carried on like a close game for like 15 minutes. They draw a lot of fouls. They really oh, do. Not oh, again. They draw, they draw a <laughs> no. lot of fouls. And at home, we the, don't have good splits at fouls with fouls at home. The fact that they're eight Coleman. and seven is really impressive to me in conference. Because like they have a better conference record than LSU, Florida, Mississippi State. Like, look at them. Any talk of Frank Martin not being the guy for South Carolina? I just no. He's got to stay. He has, he has to stay. Like, they were at a Final Four five years ago. What more do you want him to do? It's it's, it's South Carolina. It's South Carolina. Respectfully, it's South Carolina. Now we do steal all of their talent. Of course, Jawan <laughs> Gary, Juwan Noah Gary, Clowney. Noah yeah, we do steal Pringles the South Carolina from talent. Somewhere in South Carolina, right? Pringle. They're like he's Jordan Bruner is from right? Columbia. Yeah, or, did I make it? He played it. No, Watford, he's playing in Kansas. He's playing in Kansas. Right. He, he he he's at Dodge he City. That's what it was. Yeah, I, I, I actually kind of got into it. Not got into it. Me and. Um, a friend of the show, Matt Landry, for yeah. talking about it, and I love I love Frank Martin. Frank Martin, I think, is one of the best coaches, one of the better coaches in the SEC. He's a good coach, but I I, I feel bad for him because I like Rothstein I says him, I feel terrible for him. Incapable of submission. He's not. Like, he's yeah. I just I think this team isn't winning because of their roster. They're winning in spite of it because I think Frank Martin is just that good of a coach. That is a great way to put it. I don't think this team. This team is not that 2017. They're not Final good. 14. Respectfully, they're not. They're not good. They have but some good they're pieces. They're willing their way to win. But they're 
Yeah, I just think that shows Frank Frank Martin just how good of a coach he is, and that's what I'm concerned. I'm not saying Coach Oates isn't as good as a coach, as good of a coach as uh, Martin, but I'm a little like I, I feel like Martin's just got that thing. He's about been around him. the block a he's few been more the times block. than yeah, he, and that's the he circled the earth a little few, few more times, and yeah. so I'm a little I'm a little nervous about that. No, you know, they're tough think, out. They're tough out. They're very tough, and I think this is one of those games where like, oh, it's at home, senior night. Our guys may try to. You know, go in there. They gotta our way, and we gotta we gotta set the tone early. Oh yeah, hundred percent. They've gotta come out and play hard. I would personally love to see Rojas get the start on senior night. I think that'd be kind of fun. But I, also, like we're finding a lineup, so stick with it. Well, I'm curious. Like, let's say take away senior night. You know, let's take away the yeah all that. Who are we starting? Who is your starting five? JQ, Shaq, Keon, Gurley, Chuck. Yeah, that's. Exactly and I think that should, and I, was. I think that should be our starting lineup every game from here on out because girl, we found that Gurley's the four. We did our experiment challenging JQ, so mm-hmm. put him back in the lineup. And you're at the point of the season where you need a starting lineup. Like mm-hmm. we're done experimenting. Like you found your guys. Go with this starting lineup. And I think that needs to be our lineup in every game from here on out. I take back what I said. Don't start Rojas on senior night. Sorry, James, but. Like we we Let need be the to start first man off the bench but. because once you have a solidified rotation. Remember a year ago, we had our starting five and you knew exactly what our rotation was. You by tournament time, you were starting um, Herb, Petty, Primo, Shaq, and Reese because we weren't starting Bruner because the because he was coming back off injury, so we were starting Reese. Mm-hmm. And so and then by the tournament when Primo got hurt, you just plug Keon in and it was the same starting lineup every time. And so guys knew what their roles were. They knew what the rotation was. So with us, if you put that starting lineup out there and then you bring first guys off the bench, J.D., Miles, and then whoever else, Gary. Who else comes off the bench? I like putting Gary there around the third spot. You know, just put coming in. Yeah. Because usually Betty Yako gets two fouls in the first minute. Oh, yeah, Yeah, Betty Yako gets two fouls quick. Usually Oates throws throws his hands up and is like, Gary, get in, get but in <laughs> but um, yeah, I really I, I like that lineup. I think that gives us good length. That's the biggest thing. In the the turn, you know, hate looking ahead, but like in the tournament, you know, you're gonna need that length, especially oh, you really on are. the edge. Mm-hmm. And that's what it gives me. I'm a little concerned with um, Shaq's defense. It's improved definitely a lot since he's gotten here. I agree. The capstone, but it's still still a point of concern in my opinion. Still not awesome at it. Like mm-hmm. definitely, definitely a lot of better than he has been. But mm-hmm. he's there's been, always buying into defense more so but i think we could mm-hmm. kind of see saturday at kentucky that was one of the times it was like yeah know, but no one played defense on yeah saturday. i don't even know if it's like buying in on defense a lot of it is like technical stuff like not yeah. closing out or like yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah it's sitting, not closing like, out that's big sitting yeah. down yeah. and guarding somebody Be- exactly like, or getting bit, like bit on a pump fake that happens all the time uh, he, as oh much as we are the, puts, we are on okay. skates he gets put on skates mm-hmm. like, we are the biting on pump fake national champions games in a row yeah. i need to find a we need a statistic maybe it's a ken pump thing you can reach pump. out to him pickle yes <laughs> but like i love to see like the, the ken pump stat of like pump, going for like a pump fake or like going we are number I, one i feel like we'd be we, at least <laughs> top three like we i'm sure it'd be us when, in, like some weird ivy league school and some yep. a sun tin when charles betiaco bit on a scotty pippen pump fake when he had already picked up his dribble for more than three seconds and he is a solid 10 inches taller than him if he had put his hands up he has two and a half feet on scotty pippen jr and he was like i'll jump on this pump fake and foul him i was like why well i think that's also where we are at in basketball culture that everyone wants to get the ball as life you know type of you know mixtape over time you know everyone you gotta swat a shot everyone wants to be able to look at the camera and be like you just see that do you see me embarrass that man right there like exactly right you know, we can go into a whole other discussion about that. But like, it's regardless. It's just, yeah, we need to we need to stay keep our feet on the ground. That's just, I agree, the yep. best way to go about it. But with that said, we're gonna go around the table and get score predictions from everyone for this game against the South Carolina Game Gamecocks. So we're gonna start with Jacob. Okay, uh, I feel like we kind of just roll. Saturday, honestly. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be a little gritty at the beginning, but I think we hit a stride and close it out. And hopefully, I mean, I, it's what we did against Vanderbilt. We just hopefully won't have to suffer from a ton of ticky-tack fouls. So I'm going to hmm. say 77-63 Alabama. I like that. Matthew? I'm going to go – South Carolina is a bit of a, a – they're a bigger team, a little bit slower. I'm going to go 71-64 Alabama with that. I like that. Garrett? 
See, I see the Crimson Tide kind of getting out to lead, and then you know how every team kind of seems to come back a little on us. Every game is the same game. Every game is the same. So I'm going (laughs) to go with the same. I'm going to say Bama's 78. I'm going to say South Carolina's 73. Okay. I'm going to go Bama 74 and South Carolina 66. Eight point win. I'd be happy. Good. And that would move Alabama to nine and seven in the SEC with A and M on deck. And they would all Alabama would also have outright fifth. fifth. Outright fifth? Yep. Because probably locked up. Almost. See, I really one would, more and it would be locked. I really wish it we would, could get that by. Yeah. I really wish we could get up. It's to just four. not, it's gonna, not gonna, happen. gonna happen. Unless but. Arkansas finished zero and three, which is possible. Arkansas or Tennessee would have to finish zero and three. But Arkansas is more likely. Either of them could. Yeah, but Arkansas, Arkansas goes, finishes. Oh shoot! Yeah, yeah, actually, Arkansas could definitely go. Uh, Kentucky, LSU at Tennessee. So they could. Ooh. What is Tennessee's? Uh, I believe Tennessee still has to go to Florida. No, uh, no, Arkansas just went to Florida. Tennessee has Auburn at Georgia, Arkansas, so they're not losing to Georgia. So that's off the table. Well, we lost to Georgia. You never never know. No, I do know. I 100% know. Jacob, I'll bet you you so much money that Tennessee beats Georgia. So much money. That's fine. Tennessee's playing really well. Tennessee is playing very well. I'd still rather play Tennessee than Arkansas again, though. I would rather, in the the 4-5... SEC quarters, I would rather play Tennessee than Arkansas. I agree. I, I'm with you on that one. I don't want to play Arkansas again. Teams, but I, I don't want to touch Arkansas, especially no. the way they're playing after that, the Auburn game. I, I don't. I don't want to touch mm-hmm. Jalen Williams. Scares me. I, I would I rather. I'd rather play John really Fulkerson like than Jalen. I'd much rather play John Fulkerson than Jalen Williams. I would much I'd rather, rather play Scovy. I'd much rather play Viscovi yeah. than Note. That's not the right comp. It's definitely Kennedy Chandler and Note, but I'm going to say Viscovi. Heck, we didn't even play Fulkerson or Kennedy Chandler when yeah. they came to town. So that We would have beat so, them anyways. Uh, not that day. Actually, not, no, we not weren't that day. Well, <laughs> other other no, days. If we Gurley played, scored 10 more points, actually. Uh, yeah, Gurley would have had 30. Yes. Yeah, Gurley would have had a 30-piece. <laughs> yes. Listen, I like to think that we would have beat them anyways, but that also changes the entire complexion of the game, having the two of them. Sunshine bumper. No, I'm kidding. Actually, I I will say at that point in time, I'm sure we yeah, were what like, about it? oh, they have two of their best players out. Ah, oh, we got this easy. And Zakai like, Ziegler light, decided so. to be a dog that day. He oh, played, he is a dog, was, anyways. Then, I'll never forget Ziegler looking over the student section and people were making fun of his height, probably saying really mean things. Yeah, saying really mean things. <laughs> and the, he looked over at one point and like I think someone called him like an atom, like a neutron, and he looked over and started laughing. <laughs> That's oh, funny. That's, That's really something funny. I'll never forget. Like that, like it's ingrained in my mind. I like that. I like Ziegler. I'm not gonna lie. He's a really. I good don't player. like Muscovy. I don't like Fulkerson, and I don't like however you say their other big man's name. You don't like Fulkerson? No, I don't like Fulkerson. I really love Fulkerson. He's like he's been in college for eight years. Yeah, I love. I think that's what makes college no, basketball so great. Get, is they have these get a job, guys. John. He's, he's from, <laughs> I think he's from Knoxville too. I mean, he's you know he's he's one of those vol for life guys. Say what you will about it, but like that's, we'd have the same reaction. Look, like Hill, same reason way we have. I would Brian love Robinson. Brian Robinson is our John Fulkerson. Like I agree. Old Dallas yeah, I also a mortgage a, ch- a child. If like, he was on my team, I would also love him, but. Get a day job. The same thing we <laughs> say to Jim Rojas. Be a family man, John. Be, be a family <laughs> man. <laughs> we said, isn't a family man. We can't confirm nor deny it. Matthew said this in is the offseason. Anti-family. Jim <laughs> Rojas has a has a child. Be and a no, father, Jim. No like, like you, you just, don't need to play college basketball anymore. But I love the contributions right. that he's giving to our team this year. He has the best. He has the best tattoos in the team. The Jr. <laughs> every time I see yeah. it, I have to. We always I, mention it. Is the best tattoos in all of college basketball. I just wonder if I, what's his middle name? Do we know? But I just wonder if it's on his chest. I like. I've just got to know. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. We need to get <laughs> James Rojas. If you're somehow Inside listening, scoop, please let me. Know. Next week's articles. We're gonna we're gonna get to the bottom of it. I need to know if there is a whatever your middle name initial on your chest. That's this not, isn't James that's Rojas. Not James Rojas. <laughs> Oh no! Twitter co-writing a book with John Camp. This is not James Rojas. They don't have his middle name listed on our roster. It's just James Rojas. That's, he doesn't. Uh, ha- he doesn't need a middle name. No, he doesn't. His middle name is Jim. Bull. <laughs> James Bull Rojas. James. No. Bull his Rojas. middle name is obviously basketball. Jimmy basketball. Jimmy basketball Rojas. 
Dude. Anyways, goodness gracious, do y'all want to tell? Oh wow, we've been. This is definitely we're forty five minutes in. I'm so sorry. No, <laughs> hey, this is awesome. Weird. This is fun. Should we um, talk a little bracketology, or have we been going for too long? I let's talk I, a little. We'll talk a Let's little. Let's do it. Let's give them uh, what they want. The one interesting thing that I see initially about this bracket. Joe Lenardi's bracket updated as of like two two twenty two twenty two. How about that? Um, the possibly most explosive play-in game ever. Michigan and Memphis. Oh, Juwan Howard and Penny Hardaway. I would pay a ridiculous amount of them to sit courtside. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. You would also probably... Might as well be sitting ringside instead of courtside. Like you will be. That is incredible. In <laughs> the action, who 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 do they play in this hypothetical matchup? Who does the winner play? Uh, the golly, make me do some work here. Look down. It this. can't be that hard. It would play Arkansas. Uh, oh my gosh! No way. In the season, and now, then the winner of that right plays Duke. Oh, I need. We're going to Greenville. We're going to the Just Greenville God. region. We're going to see that. I, I need to see that. Listen, imagine, imagine where's the imagine other the Greenville last region? team that Coach K plays is Muscleman. And you know Muscleman would take his shirt off and there'd be a whole video Golly. about it. After. Imagine that being the swan song for Coach K. That, the, other Greenville, the other side of the Greenville region has Auburn in it. Or the other region that plays in Greenville has Auburn in it. You know who Auburn's playing? In that matchup, Norfolk State. Norfolk State. That's so meta. Texas That's North so meta. No, Norfolk State. We were talking about it earlier the memes that would create from now. They, oh my! They'll goodness. win by fifty. Yeah, they'll win. But, but what if? How nice would that saying. be? It would be the funniest outcome possible, I believe. If I think that you're would right. be. Peaked. Or or you know what else? Alabama beating Auburn in the tournament would be the funniest, and then yes. Norfolk State beating Auburn would be the second. Funniest. I have a third funniest. What? Auburn losing to Iona in the Sweet 16. Oh, that yeah, would also be, be funny. <laughs> Two of the most crooked basketball coaches in all of NCAA going into yes. I would, once again, another game I'd want to see. That, that would be it's really entertaining. That'd be electric. Well, just from a tactic, I mean, I know we give Pearl a lot of crap, but like tactically watching him and Pearl's a great go, coach. Against, go against each other, oh my gosh, it'd be a masterclass in coaching. It's like It'd be incredible. Two separate generations of coaching, too. Oh my like, gosh. Like just the mindsets and everything, that'd be thrilling. Yeah. And just Alabama's so matchup. Yeah, yeah. Alabama's matchup right now, uh, according to this bracket, uh, North Texas in the first round. I think Alabama could sleepwalk and beat Texas. They play so slow. Like, the, I think we could shoot. Four Jacob, threes. they're what in pace of play? You looked up earlier. Three hundred fifty-seventh. Oh. Could you tell me how many teams are in Division One? Three hundred fifty-eight. Yes. Uh, wow. Who's three hundred fifty-eight? This is actually a really easy one. Georgia. No. Tennessee. Nope. Iona. Nope. They're in the ACC. North Carolina. Oh gosh. Jack Hutchins would be so, so upset. Virginia. Virginia. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Virginia. There it is. Tony Bitta, baby. Then um, the second round, if Alabama were to beat North Texas, which they would, would be sweet, sweet UCLA. Now that I want. Or, or who just lost to Oregon tonight by seven. Or South Dakota State, but we're not going to think about that because that would be a terrifying reality. I will say South Dakota State, though, is one of those teams, and I said it back in November when we played them. They're no, they, a team that is geared for a – Elite Eight run one of those teams that can nope. upset someone's march. I know you're right, and I don't like it. So that's why <laughs> so I'm going to tell you that UCLA will beat them. <laughs> if we play South Dakota State again, I'm sorry, we will lose. Ooh, that'd be a rough one. And that's just that. South so Dakota State would beat us if we played them again. That is it. Give us a Maryland matchup again. Like, yeah, please. Yeah, please. You know, it's funny because last year's tournament, I was really nervous about Iona, but like Maryland, I was like, oh, this isn't that But then it, look at the other fives. You have five seed Texas playing Davidson. I no, absolutely not. So that's you two have five. Top you have five seed. We played. You have five seed Ohio State playing Iona. Absolutely not. And then you have five seed UConn playing the winner of Indiana and San Diego State. Now that I wouldn't mind. I think we would beat both of those teams pretty handily. Yeah. Yeah. So so just no no Iona no Davidson. Please and thank you. Let, let's, no South Dakota let's State. Let's say this is settled. Let's say this like today the season ended. This is the bracket. Yeah. Davidson's a Sweet 16 team, in my opinion. I think they beat uh, Texas. Texas and Tennessee. I think they beat. I like it. I, I like think it. They do. I, wow. Davidson. I'm telling you, I saw them in person, and there's I did something, too. something, something different about that. They're team. good. They're very in good. Bur- I saw them shoot. in Birmingham. They have they have that small little white kid. I can't remember his name, but he was. They also have the uh, the the out. Korean. What's his name? Uh, Lee. Lee. His yeah. last name's Lee. I don't know how to say his first name. I'm not gonna try. I'm not gonna butcher. But he is a heck it, of a player. But he's really good. 
He, um, I mean, he's a lottery. I think I saw predictions that he was like kind of, of the edge of the lottery, lottery, right outside the lottery. He could I think be. Yeah, I think that's how you say it. I'm not going to try though. But good for that's you. My best guess. Ethnic Jacob. <laughs> another one. Another one in that um that South region that's really interesting. LSU Loyola Chicago Illinois oh. Texas State. Um, I think Illinois versus LSU. Let's just say top is advanced. That'd be Illinois. That'd be a fun LSU game. A fun Illinois game. would win, but that'd be a fun game. Uh, Rutgers as the ten would beat Xavier, dude. Rutgers, and maybe Baylor. <laughs> I, I know. I know. We have Rutgers a, is fun, dude. I think it's Nick Robbins, our friend Nick oh, yes. Robbins, big, big Rutgers, big Rutgers, big Rutgers guy. Rutgers guy. <laughs> I I think Rutgers would make some noise here. I'm not saying you know I think they could be kind of like a Syracuse of last the last tournament. That's quite like, possible. Where they kind of make that run where it's they're not going to win but they're fun to watch. They'll make they'll make half of a yeah. run. Yeah, maybe they have a fun little story about like a point guard. Yes. Yeah, I could see that being them. They've got the formula. Uh, San Francisco would beat Michigan State. And Michigan State, I don't have, think highly of at all. Mm-mm. Uh, I would, mm, I would give San Francisco a great shot at beating Villanova too. Frankly, mm, maybe. I like. I'm not gonna tell you they won't. I would give them as much of a shot as any of the other 11s, probably. They were hanging with uh, Gonzaga pretty tough last time I checked. Tonight. They lost by 13. Okay, but still, I mean, but still, they, it's, like, it's still Gonzaga by 13. Yeah. Like, I mean, imagine not beating Gonzaga. Could not Couldn't be us. us. I mean, Gonzaga only plays one difficult um, conference game, and that's B- BYU every year. And BYU packs it out, and they still run, yeah, and run not them. for long because yeah. BYU is joining the Big Twelve. Yeah, so, so, so yeah, now they get yeah, that's yeah. So this this is a little bit more of an out there thing, but Duke is like playing it. Princeton in this scenario, three fourteen. When is the last time Duke played a team with the colors of orange and black in the tournament? Can y'all remember? Lehigh? Oh. Mercer. Mercer. In 2012, if my memory serves me correct, in which it they wasn't got the smoked Lehigh and game. got beat by a number three. I can't remember his name, but I remember him doing the nene after they won <laughs> ah, yes. on the court. And I remember it in, I think I was 11 years old. That was the coolest thing ever. Lehigh was the 15-2 game that they oh, lost with C.J. McCollum. McCollum. Yes. Mm. I had Duke in the Final Four there. Noted friend, of, noted <laughs> teammate of... Um, noted teammate of Herb, Herb Jones. Jones. Yeah. C.J. McCollum. <laughs> Uh, I believe no, it wasn't CJ McCollum. Uh, two of the like side players in the trade, like one from the uh, Trailblazers and one from the the Pelicans, they swapped houses. Yeah, it was CJ. That's actually and, really CJ sick. and um Larry Nance. Okay, yeah, they did. They were like, well, Larry Nance was on the Pelicans. Apparently, now he's on the Blazers. <laughs> okay, yeah. Larry Nance like, has been on every. Feels like team the NBA, NBA players just kind of. I thought Larry Nance was still on the Cavs. Yeah. I did too. Well, did he have a stint with the Lakers for a bit? No, he was he on the Lakers drafted. initially. Yeah, the Lakers like drafted initially. him, then he got traded to the Cavs because mm-hmm. LeBron wanted him on the 2018 team. I stopped watching NBA for two years, and everything ah, goes yeah. uh, right. Yeah, just, you, you, everything goes. No great. one is in the same place anymore. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes. Do they, we have anything else to add? We've been we it's we're 53 minutes in. Do we have anything else we want to add? We're going three zero to close it out. Five four. I like that. Friday afternoon, we're beating Tennessee. I like that Ooh. too. SEC semis matchup with Auburn. Sure. Who Why knows not? what happens then? Why not us? Anything it's goes. Go, anything Why goes not in Tampa? Why not Bama? That's true. Why not? Anything else? No. We no. good. Thanks to the. Thanks for people. listening. Thank you for joining us, Garrett. Thank you yeah. for having me. I'm sorry if I lessen the quality of this show, but I appreciate improved, you having me on. Improve the quality. Yeah. Follow Garrett on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter if you want Please. to. At BCU Podcast, and also we're tagged in the bio, so feel free to follow us there too. Uh, I think that's gonna do it. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you guys next time. Roll tide. Roll tide. Roll tide. Roll tide.